Again. All right. Well, we are back. We are definitely back very much. Over a month. Did you know that? That it's been over a month since we did the last live. No, I didn't know that, but uh, we had lots of fun. We've been traveling together in Israel and it was amazing. It was, it was. But it's great to be yes. back. Today is a great topic. And we're talking about the whole topic that was very fiery hot two, three weeks ago. And like all the big outrages of the, of the world, it eventually starts to fizzle out, but it's still an important discussion. And that is the U.S. abortion controversy and basically the Roe versus Wade um, decision was overturn overturned in the Supreme Court. And uh, this created a whole outrage, basically saying that on a federal level, you are not allowed to have an abortion, but state by state can decide if you can or can't. Many people are very upset about it. And many people think it's correct because a woman, they say, shouldn't have an abortion. So those are the two sides. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Okay. So I think that the, this is a problem that uh, if you will put the two sides together, they will never solve the problem. There is not going to be a solution. True or false? Because In other words, the, if, if you take the people that are like, we think pro-life, and then you take the people that are pro-abortion, they'll never solve it? Exactly. Okay. Does it make Why? sense? I mean, I, I bet that many, most people won't change their mind on it, sure. But most people will not change their mind. Why? Because that's not the problem. Mm. The problem, okay. the problem is not abortion. When you have two people that fight furiously, you need to know the problem is not abortion. If you have, let's take it to a smaller issue. You have a husband and wife and they argue and they cannot agree about, I don't know, how to raise their children or how to spend their money or anything. That's not the problem. And the more they will fight about the raising the children or how to spend the money or what color the kitchen should be, the worse they will get because they're trying to solve the wrong problem. And when you try to solve the wrong problem, what you have is a bigger, bigger problem. Hmm. Yeah, I see it. I can see that hundred percent. So the first thing to understand is that both sides are wrong because they're trying to solve the wrong problem. Okay. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, and by the way, the principle hundred percent, but of course, naturally the question is then, I mean, what is the problem? Because people are very passionate about the topic. Yes. Okay. So what's the actual problem? Yeah. The actual problem is that there is a, a problem that composed of few parts. Number one, education. The people that argue about those laws um, don't have the beginning of the ability to define the parts of the problem they argue about. So, for example, those people that says that they are pro-life, 
if I will ask them to define life, they will have a problem. Mm. People that are pro-rights, if I will ask them to define what are the rights that they're actually looking for, and what does it mean to have rights, they will have a problem. So the first problem is education. You're dealing with people that are sure that they have an actual understanding what they actually don't understand. And this is the second principle. When you have two people that argue about something passionately, both of them don't understand the subject they argue about. Mm, interesting, huh? I can see that for sure. I can see that. They have fake reality about the subject. Mm -hmm. Okay. If two people, if two, if, if something is totally provable, uh, let's say I, I, me and my wife arguing about a chair. Okay. Because the chair is not there. We're dealing with my understanding of the chair and her understanding of the chair. Okay. Yeah. And one day the chair arrive. The moment that the thing is there, there is no more argument. Mm, okay. It's there. Okay. What do you mean though on a, on a, I get the idea with the chair, but what do you mean in a real life example? In real life, they're talking about uh, um, uh, the, the arguments, the two sides is I have rights for my body. Okay, good. No problem. Uh, so what kind of rights do you have to, for your body? I need to control my body. So will I, is it okay if I let you kill someone? Rights for your body. Mm -hmm. Is it okay if you just go and break someone's car? You have the rights to move your body. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, uh, well, the people says that, uh, well, you're killing a, a person, you're killing a, a baby. Okay. What does it mean to kill? Did you actually kill the spirit or the body? And what does it actually mean, the spirit? And is there an actual, uh, and what does it mean consciousness? And when there is consciousness? And when the spirit actually arrived to this machine called the body? Mm -hmm. But this whole subject is so misunderstood that most of the people that argue about it actually don't understand anything about the subject, although they're passionate about it. So the more you're passionate about something, the less you understand it. And it sounds almost crazy. I'm passionate about my business. No, I'm not passionate about my business. I'm passionate about the purpose. Okay. If I will be passionate about my um, business, it means that I would never have a business. And when you're passionate about your purpose, it's because your purpose is not really real to you yet. Because once you yeah. really have the purpose clear, you're not passionate about it. You, you achieved it already in your mind and you just wonder how come everyone else don't see it yet. Yes. Yes. But I'm saying, but if you're, per if you're passionate about helping people, I love helping people. So Loving I people and passionate about it. It's two different things. Okay. So, but okay. Let's say that someone says I'm passionate about helping others. Everything I do, it's in the direction of helping others. I'm passionate about it. Okay. So if he's passionate about it, it means that he is not doing it. There's something else that automatically tell him you need to be passionate about it. But if I say, uh, 
I want to help people and I'm going to help people and I will evaluate each case by case. But if someone come and shoot me and I'm passionate about helping people, I will help him to shoot me. No, of course. Of course. Case by case. True, true. true. Yeah, it's a case by case. So I, so I, so basically, I say uh, my one of my purposes is to help people, and uh, I would check on a case by case: uh, should I help that person or not? Yeah. But when a person is passionate about it, it's basically within that word or, or within that word of passionate. What does it mean? It means strong urge that not controlled by you. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Really, if you look at that, when you actually look at people that are passionate about something, they do things that are uh, not logical because the urge is stronger than the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I see. Okay. But now, and I want to, I mean, I want to go back to abortion, but most successful people that have results, they say you need to find your passion or you need to be passionate or what you have. If you do it every day, it should be your passion. You should be passionate about, I don't know, making baked food. And every day you, that's if you ask your passion, you should wake up and be a baker. That's the best at being the baker. So, okay, good. but you're saying so, don't so be a passion. Let's, Let's say, let's say, let's understand what's happening. The fact that someone uses a word do not mean that he actually understand the definition of the word. Sure. Yeah. And maybe what they say is correct, but how they communicate it is not so correct. And that's why people don't become as successful as them. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So, so if I say, if someone tell me I'm passionate about baking, and he's just baking all day long. He would become a failure. Mm -hmm. Why? Because baking is just one part of making the business work. There is seven different parts that needs to be uh, handled in order for the business to work. But if he said, no, 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 I'm passionate about baking and all the rest I don't like. Well, okay. Continue to be passionate, but you'll go bankrupt. True. So the problem is that the definition is not there. So yeah. to be passionate, the, the, my definition is that you have something that you have strong urge to do and you really, really, really want to do, but it's not under your control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you have a purpose, and you go towards that purpose, you follow that purpose and you, the purpose is very clear and you follow that purpose and you don't let other things disturb you uh, on the road to your purpose. You're not passionate. You're simply tenacious. You continue towards purpose and you do it not because you have a passion for it. You do it because it's the right thing to do. I don't like to do accounting. I don't have passionate for the accounting, but I know that my business will not succeed if I will not do that. So I do accounting. Right. 
yeah. But if I'm, if I, if I need to be passionate about something, passionate, when you're passionate about something, you cancel all the rest. I mm. do just what, and people will tell you, yes, but I don't like to clean. Oh yes, but I don't like to go to the gym. I'm not passionate about the gym. Well, okay, fine. So you will get weak and useless as, eventually as a body. Yeah, true. hundred percent. Okay. Got you. That's, that makes total sense. Back to the cycle and this topic of abortion. So first of all, I understand that if there are people arguing about it, it makes, it's pretty clear. I don't think anyone would, would um, dispute the fact that both sides have things that they probably don't understand about this discussion that they're arguing about. The pro-life people have no real full understanding, deep understanding, even if they're doctors, of what does it really mean life. And the people that are saying abortions are okay don't really understand what it actually means and the ramifications and the damage or good or whatever that it creates, right? Yeah. But how do you take these two people? And I get that you're saying and there's an educational issue. I get that you're saying that both sides, this isn't really the issue. There's something else. But how do you handle that topic with these two people? Because it's a big thing. It's a big dispute. It's dividing. Yes. If I was the, the government of the US, I would do um, free uh, uh, education on, uh, the, in, the, on the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the basics of living in America. Because if I give the Constitution to most people in America and I ask them what the word means there, they will not understand it. Some of them read it. Most of them do not remember it. If they don't remember it because they don't understand the words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the problem become that you don't have an actual uh, fact. What is fact? The current majority agreement. But once most of the people understand it, you will see that there will be a very clear majority. There will not be a divide. There will be 70, 80% of the people, at least 80% of the people that will say, this is what pro survival for America. And another 20% of the people that will just be whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you have 80%, then there's no argument anymore about abortion. Yes. Or abortion, not mm -hmm. the handling is by clearing what's the constitution actually mean. Yes, and that's, by the way, a very good uh, idea for a series of webinar to take the Constitution and to break it down to all the actual intentions, not just the words, but what was the intention behind the Constitution and that any leader of any country that will take this webinar will actually will get a major realization that on how to help his people and how to shape his country. It's a great it's idea. A great I, as you originally brought it up, I was thinking it's a great webinar topic. But by the way, not any uh, leader of a country, but I think any leader of a business or anyone in any Anything. role, because those principles of the Constitution, which I've read in full, are brilliant and apply to anything. Um, that would if be you a take them idea. with the viewpoint of what the viewpoint of those founding fathers were at that time, not yeah. just what the words mean, but what was the, the viewpoint at that time? 
what was the state of mind at that time and what problems they tried to solve and avoid and what pleasure they tried to create, you will see that once you will understand that fully and teach it, you will close anyone on the subject. Yes. Oh, I think that's a great idea. We need to do that. That's yeah, a great that's, idea. Okay, your, so let's change, uh, let's change the ticker instead of yeah. advanced family and relationship academy. Let's change it quickly. <laughs> yes. It's a great idea. Understand yeah, your, understand your that. bill of rights. It can be amazing. Yeah, it would be amazing. Understand your constitution and understand your bill of rights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we need to do that as a series of uh, webinars for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You heard it here first, folks. It's coming. It's actually, yeah. it's a great it's something. We're going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it together. Good. Good. All right. So that actually, by the way, is, is totally logical as a solution for the abortion thing, because otherwise we're talking about a topic that is based off of no basis. And that's why the argument continues, because both sides don't know what is their actual rights. What is the actual law that we're basing things off of that have worked and that there's a reason why it was there. And then it would also make sense why the Roe versus Wade was overturned or maybe why it doesn't make sense. We need to evaluate it based on something stable. Exactly. And one more thing that will happen, uh, the divide. Once you handle the divide in one area and you prove to people that they can handle a divide by handling the source of the problem, you can do that on any issue. Guns, same thing, mm -hmm. criminality, yeah. justice, every one of those subjects can be the basic of life, the basic of society that people don't understand. They're just born into the... into a society and uh, their parents uh, hated guns, so they generally hate gun too. Or if the parents uh, hated gun, they will love gun. Uh, and they <laughs> yeah, see that. Yeah, exactly. that way. yeah. <laughs> but if you actually ask them to define the word justice, ethics, criminality, even right and wrong, they will not be able to do that. I know it sounds amazing, but I've done it with thousands of people. Yeah, never. Actually, we have this uh, one webinar from the Family Academy that's called The Key, I think, yes? Yes, the one, that the one about ethics. Yeah. Yes, the one about the ethics. Missing key. The missing key. The missing key, yes. A whole new viewpoint on ethics. Just totally, totally new viewpoint on ethics. Yeah, you've never heard it before, ever. And you think you've studied philosophy, you think you know ethics, you think you know right and wrong. There, how you explain ethics is like, that's so yeah. true. But I never thought it's of actually, it. Yeah, it's quite amazing. This is like totally different. And uh, yeah, and, and once you hear it, once you understand it, you actually get the idea of why there's so many problems with every single group. Every mm -hmm. single group, every single relationship, the source is misunderstanding of what ethics is. Yes. You try to bring about an ethical society, but you define ethical incorrectly. It is like trying to drive to 
uh, Cape Town while not knowing where is Cape Town. You will never get to Cape Town, but even if you get to Cape Town, you will not know that you are there. You will go past it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So back to the point that most discussions, right? There's If the thing continues, there's something in the back that is much more... It's what actually needs to be handled, right? Now, Anna yeah. here asked, so how do you end up living in harmony together? My strong belief is I must eat chocolate. And my friend's belief is I must not eat chocolate. Do we just agree to disagree? No, there's no such thing as agree to disagree. That's just uh, agree to not confront. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, right, see, you see couples that live, that live for a few years together and agree to disagree on, on one thing. They live together alone. Mm -hmm. it's uh, just total nonsense it's impossible to agree to disagree yeah. yes so right. so what happened if you if i argue with someone about chocolate and uh, they like something else there's something basic more basic how do i know when i meet this let's say this uh, a lady and i and i like chocolate and she doesn't like chocolate but she is like she just saw me and she's dead she wants to be with me you will see that in two and a half seconds, she will love chocolate. <laughs> yes, she will, she will like, oh yes, chocolate is everything. Chocolate is the thing. I, I, how come I didn't notice that there is chocolate? Few years later, she will find apples and bananas and everything that, she, that I like and she doesn't like, and she will not tolerate it. Why? Because the willingness has deteriorated. Mm. When you love someone, the willingness is so high that actually the principle is like that. When you love someone, you love is not enough. You need with love, you need this admiration. You admire everything they do. If they like to go to the gym, you go to the gym with them. If they like kite surfing, you cannot stop thinking about kite surfing. And you will see that at the beginning, a couple do things together. Because they have an admiration for each other. And as time goes along, they do less and less and less things together. This is an indication they are not admiring each other. They might be love. Fine. They want to be together. They have an urge to be together for the cash only. But <laughs> so it's not really love. It's not for no reason at all. It's for the cash because it's a more easy way to be together. Mm -hmm. But if the admiration is not there, the willingness to do for the other person will go away. And you will see that they will argue about chocolate, but the sources, the admiration is gone. The manifestation is very small willingness. You tell them to go to buy you something and it is no, it is another three minutes drive. But when you meet this lady day one, and you, she just, you just, you just think about that she might like something. You will drive to the moon to bring it to her. Mm -hmm. True, true. Now, and let me ask you this. Uh, uh, sorry, did you want to say something? No, go ahead. I was going to say that. I mean, a lot of uh, couples I know will talk about. Uh, we'll talk about, for example, uh, that. Oh, I, I really wanted him or her to have kind of a life separate to me a little bit. You get what I'm saying? Like uh, mm -hmm. they are, they do things very, I think people talk about like dependency or 
the let's say the girl yeah. has to be with a guy all the time or the guy has to be with a girl all the time and then uh you have this thing of well why doesn't he go and make some friends you know to separate so, a little. it's the same thing it's the same thing if if i'm in love with this lady and um, she wants to have a space uh, or let, let's say that she likes to do something and uh, that is not something that i like that i can do uh, she do her nails and she loves doing her nails i as a man don't do that generally uh, so so i would love for her to go to do her nails and she also loves to go with her girl with her girlfriends because uh, there is whole thing that go, go for it and she goes to work go to work I will support you. I will do anything for you to go to work. That's day one. Mm-hmm. And later on, it is, no, you're not enough with me. You're not spending mm-hmm. enough time with me. I will not complain that she's not spending enough time with me because I want her to do the things she's doing. I'm helping her. I, I, I have this willingness, extreme willingness. Yes. 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 Yeah. As the love goes down, it starts, the love goes down with the admiration that gets deteriorated. So you don't admire the way that he brushes teeth, or you don't admire the way that he sleep, or the, you don't admire the way that he snore. And as the admiration goes down, the love goes down, mm-hmm. and the willingness disappear. And what you end up with is, or oh, the real problem is, there is no less willingness there is either a willingness or unwillingness there's nothing in, be- in between there's no gradient you are the willing or you're unwilling mm-hmm. true and you see when you fight with your wife there's a total unwillingness all of a sudden boom like a switch and when everything become okay again there's extreme willingness like nothing happened yeah yeah and that happens in business too. It happens with people you work with. It happens with partnerships, yeah. uh, that same thing. Now, what do you do though when, like I I know couples, for example, they move in together after being, I mean, Mariah and I live together from day one. It's a little different. So, and we, from the beginning were, it was amazing, but I've seen couples that they move in together after being together for two years. Okay. Now they li- they are together. And it's a little different living with a person all of a sudden, or maybe traveling with a person. You notice that they're they're challenging in certain aspects. And that's like what you're actually saying, happened, admire them. What huh? actually happened is long time ago they stopped admiring, but they didn't know that this is the problem. So they move together or make a child or do some other stupid things to solve the problem. Not yeah. that making a child is stupid, it's, too, right. it's a stupid action because it's not the source of the problem. Yeah, people they try to solve a relationship really... and get married. They try to solve the relationship exactly. with a child. Let's move together, it will solve the problem. It will not solve yeah. the problem. It will just yeah. intensify the problem. The problem started long ago. They didn't start arguing the day that he moved together. Now that he, they move together, they have just more condensed way to justify why the other person is useless because they can less admire him less and less and less. There's more thing per, per hour that they can find about uh, what I don't admire about him. At least in between, there was some time that they couldn't find stuff that they didn't admire about him. Now they have it 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah, true. And so what do you recommend to a couple that as time goes, you find things that the person choose, 
with their mouth open. I don't know. I, they something happens that the that is a, upsetting you. Remember that one relationship seminar, and there was that couple that couldn't stand the girl couldn't stand when he farted. Right? It's a thing. There's many relationship couples that have that. What do you do if that's really something that is a problem for you? You handle the person that cannot stand the other person. The problem is not the person that fart or chew. The person you need to handle the person that is critical towards the other person. He is, he's, uh, he's got uh, mental blocks that uh, block him from any relationship, not only with, uh, with that person. And so you will see that he will have uh, similar problems in different areas of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He will have similar problems in different areas of life. And it doesn't mean that he will have similar problems with relationships, but he will have the same kind of a viewpoint. So you take a person and you see he will be very, very, very critical about a group that he loved before. He will be also very, very, very critical about his wife or about his uh, husband. But if the person don't have that problem, he can say, well, this group has that specific problems, but I will not attack them because there's so much good about them. There's good, this and good, and this is good, and this is good, and that is good, and da, 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 da. And yes, there is some issues there, and it's fine. I will not attack them, but I will know that it's there. I'm not hating them. I'm not against them. I'm not, they, they just, okay, fine, no problem. I'm still willing to help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make it different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. True. So how do you handle that with a person in a nutshell? We'll wrap up the live now, but what do you do with a person as a as a panado for somebody who has a in a relationship and the guy or girl are now becoming critical, not admiring as much, not so willing? Okay, your future depends on uh, one thing, and I will show you. I'll do just a, a drawing. So let's say that this is life, and you have a viewpoint. And this is actually your viewpoint, okay? And all the rest is many, 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 many other viewpoints. If you think that you are right and you take one viewpoint as right, what happens is that you think that if you look at a machine or if you look at a, a situation and you get all point, oh, 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 and another 10,000 O's, one, percent of the problem, you understand the problem. Obviously, it's insane. The handling is to be able to see more and more and more viewpoints. You need to be able to see all viewpoints and entertain them. Just totally accept them. And you need to drill having more and more viewpoints. And the more viewpoints you have, the cleverer you become, the more alive you become. Because you are as alive as you can see viewpoints. And otherwise, you're not seeing viewpoints. What you, you're not alive. What you do, you try to make other viewpoints wrong. Yeah. You can say that uh, when a person uh, don't have a purpose, and when I say don't have a purpose, is either if the purpose is not defined, it's defined incorrectly, or, is it or if, if it is a wrong purpose, when the purpose yeah. is yeah. incorrect, the purpose become to make other people wrong. Mm. Mm. Yeah. When the purpose is misdefined, incorrect, or unknown, 
or wrong purpose, the purpose become to make other people wrong. So you go somewhere, but you don't have a purpose. And all of a sudden, a dog is barking. So you go and make the dog wrong for barking. And now the owner of the dog tell you not to argue with him. So now you go and you fight with the owner of the dog. You punch him and he punches you. And now you have a broken face and you go to the hospital and the hospital give you some kind of a disease and you fight with the hospital on giving diseases in hospital and because you don't have a purpose. Right. But if you have a purpose, all the dogs in the universe can bark. You will continue towards your purpose. You will not have the urge to make someone else wrong. 100%. Which means you can see the viewpoint. Okay, they're barking. It's good. I can have it. Mm -hmm. True, true. And it's amazing because most people are hell-bent on making everyone else wrong. Like, yeah. it's, that's most people's purpose right now. That's the whole problem with mm -hmm. cancel culture. And just in general, we see people love to make others wrong. They're waiting for the other one to fail. And it just they have no purpose. purpose. Yeah. Zero purpose. It's really fascinating. Zero purpose. The purpose is either non-existent, they're just living life. Um, they're trying not to die. They don't actually live life. Trying not to die. Trying not to die is not a purpose, by the way. Mm -hmm. Trying not yeah, to die is yeah, not a purpose. Yes? I, I mean, because I, 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 anything I, 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 that is a stop in this universe is not a purpose. Okay? So trying not oh, to die, because this oh, is a universe of motion. So if you try to stop motion, it's insane. It's not a purpose. So trying not to die or, tr or having just no purpose or having the wrong purpose and the wrong purpose can be purpose that has been given to you by someone else, a purpose that uh, will not lead you to where you want to get, mm -hmm. purpose that will create more damage than good. This is all wrong purposes. Yes. Or yes. One of the best one is that purposes that are not fully defined. You take any parents and you ask them to define the purpose for their children. And I promise you, they cannot define it. They'll say, well, you know, I just want my son to do well in life. That's not a purpose. Because what you, what you basically says is I want to take away my, the self-determinism of my son away from him. I see. I see. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so what would be the Say again? Say again? And of course, there's much more about it. And, uh, and, 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 and we can basically um, just bridge into the family academy because I really want people to learn about the family academy. So let me turn off yeah. this sticker and I want to talk for a second about the family academy just as the last topic. Of course. Is that okay? Of course. So as you can see that all problems, all problems are problems of relationship, love, willingness, admiration, misunderstanding, all of those things create a problems of relationship. And the first relationship that you need to handle, assuming that you are in a position where you actually can understand, because the first thing you need to handle is that you are willing or can understand that you're willing to get other viewpoint. If you're not willing to get other viewpoint, you're already lost. How, how lost the person is by the number of viewpoints that he's unwilling to entertain. 
yeah. the person is as lost as he unwilling to entertain other viewpoints. So if I have a friend and I say, oh, he's totally wrong, and this friend is totally wrong, and this friend is totally, I'm lost and lost and lost. And if there's another friend tomorrow, I'm even loster. Mm -hmm. You with me? Yeah. Yes. Not amazing. So the first thing is your ability to entertain other people's viewpoint, not to accept, not to accept them, not to, not to support them, but to see this is his viewpoint. And from his viewpoint, hundred percent, right. I can see how he's hundred percent, right. I will make my own decisions eventually, but based on the full picture, based on all the viewpoints on the universe, not based on two. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so once you have that, you can actually now start to duplicate things. And the next thing that will happen, you have to handle your family and relationship with your family. You have to, you have to, you have to, because if that will not be handled, your business will not be handled. Mm -hmm. For sure. The group will not be handled. You will not grow. So the family Academy is an amazing 50 lessons, or it was supposed to be 50 lessons series that end up, I think 74 or 75 lessons. And it is yeah. mind blowing and it is life changing. And if you love your children and if you want to love your spouse, do the family Academy, even if you don't love them right now. hundred mm percent. -hmm. And you can also go on to gprosperity.com forward slash family and you can get portions of that 75 lesson series that tackle specific subjects, for example, self-confidence, for example, specific issues with children. And there's free courses, there's very low cost courses, and they are very powerful. And you think it's just for family, but you'll end up using it in your business and on your sports team that you play with on the weekends. Like it's, it applies to everything. Uh, John said, what do you, what do you do if you find the life itself is a scam? I mean, including parents, children, political history, religion, your soul, and including earth itself, fake reality. You gain, you handle your uh, ins uh, instinctive reaction for lies by fixing yourself. The problem is never at the other side. Never. If you think that everything is a scam and everyone is bad, da, 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 right. Not a problem. But if you realize that everyone has just a viewpoint by definition, this universe is a scam. So you need to gain the ability to play the game. And you do that by removing um, your mental blocks. And you do that by gaining the ability to recognize truth. And that's basically the definition of the word clever. My definition of the word clever is the ability to recognize truth. Powerful. Yes. Amazing. Okay, great. So let's wrap it up. Thank you for today. It was awesome. Thank you for thank everyone you. that was on. Really, really appreciate it. And thank you for interacting. And we'll be back next Tuesday. We're going to get back into the groove. So if you enjoyed yes. it, tell your friends, tell people you work with about these Tuesday lives and get them to join. It will really, really help them. Yes. And also we can, you can share the recording. We're going to put it on Facebook, on Instagram, YouTube, on our website, YouTube, everywhere. TikTok, 
TikTok. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Love you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.